If you have already subscribed to our Pick Me Up weekly email, you will see a beautiful new version of it in your email box today uh, if you're listening to this on April 14th. And if you have not yet subscribed, go look at our beautiful new website, callieandjeff.com, and click on the newsletter tab and subscribe there because... Uh, we redesigned it with our new logo and our new colors and everything. And so. Katie worked super hard to make the newsletter so pretty with our new colors and our new fonts and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, she spent a ton of time on that this week. Yeah. So please uh, check it out and, um, yeah, subscribe at kellyandchef.com. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for our phone number and our voicemail system because I love all the messages we get from people who listen to The Upside. The voicemails really bring you so much joy. I just like interacting with with people and it's different than radio like we don't get to take phone calls but uh it's just it's just neat to hear where everybody's calling from and their different opinions on stuff mm -hmm. and yeah so my name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for spring last night night before last rather so uh Sunday into Monday I stayed up until two in the morning waiting for these terrible storms that never came. Now, I'm going to need to know, because I didn't even really ask you this, so what was your goal in staying up all night? Well, if they, if the storms came through our part of Atlanta, and they were terrible storms, they just didn't come through where we live, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I know that there are multiple tornadoes and the report, the last report that I saw, six people lost their lives in Georgia alone, but they came through Alabama, I think the corner of Tennessee, um, Mississippi got hit really hard, but they were like setting it up days in advance that this could be a historic storm um, in North Georgia in, in the Atlanta metro area where we live. And I didn't want to go to sleep because if the winds got really bad or if tornadoes started getting on the ground near us, we would have had to go into the basement. But we would have heard the sirens, like our phones would have blown up. Um, in theory. Oh, so you were worried that we would sleep through it and not be prepared. Well, this, the, what if the siren, what if the alert went off when it was two minutes away from us? Okay. So you, so the point was you were just trying to be prepared and be ready, which is funny because he, they he, were setting this up days in advance. Says the guy who was giving me attitude for moving. We have these, like, um, we got as a wedding gift, these pottery barn lanterns, they're glass, they're really beautiful. And they're on our porch. And I took them to the basement yesterday. Cause I was like, well, these are expensive. It was a nice wedding gift. I don't want anything to happen. They're glass. So I took them downstairs. I also put Jeff's bike inside and he was making so much fun of me. Because if that plan, if that lantern got damaged, that would have been the least of our problems was my point. Like that was in the corner 
of the enclosed back porch. Like if the, but you take care of nice things that you have. Like our cars. You didn't put them in the basement. No, but I asked if I should move them. And you're like, Kelly, that's silly if we, you know. Because you were attempting to move and take care of little things that if they got. I was trying to take care of things that were in my control to take care of. Okay. And I did say like we put collars on our dogs because I have this fear of like, you know, what if like a tree came down in our house and our dog Sadie would like be gone. She would just right. leave. Um, so I told, I did so say we would, we would want somebody 40 miles away when she finally stops running <laughs> right. to at least know her name and a phone number to call. Right. So we put the collars on the dogs cause you can't be too careful, especially if you have anxious dogs. Um, well, I think it's just their instinct. If anything bad happens like to no. Some dogs would stay with their owners and make sure that <laughs> rescuers knew where in the rubble that they were buried so that they could be dug out. Our dogs, I think, would be like, freedom, and poof, gone. <laughs> Sadie would be like, freedom, but also take me away from this horrible place. What just happened? I'm out of here. Right. I feel like Lily might stay with us. Lily <laughs> would cower. Lily would not go explore. Yeah, she might try to dig down to wherever we were, like if we were in like right. a little corner of the basement or whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I didn't really know why you were staying up, but that's very sweet that you were like protecting your your kingdom here. Well, I don't think I would have stayed up if your job didn't have such crazy hours because my theory was I could stay up until 3 a.m. and then go to bed. And by that time, you would be up. Right. And and you would be able to keep an eye on things because that's the time time you get up. What ended up happening is uh I think it was northwest Georgia that got hit the hardest. So that so it must have gone must have just been more north. Um so at like two AM I could see it kind of dissolving a little bit and I knew it was just gonna be some ton of rain and some bad thunderstorms. So I came to bed. But my point with all of that is I think there's a version of Jeff that would have been so angry, either real life angry or like playing a role on the radio angry at like, I can't believe we got duped by the weather people. Like they set us up and blah, blah, blah. But the gratitude Jeff now kind of has this attitude of like, you know what? Who knows how many people like in Georgia, six people lost their lives. If we weren't warned days in advance, would that have been even seven people? That's one person who was saved by it. So I'm cool. Well, and the thing is, I mean, first of all, meteorologists get so, it's not a thankless job, but many times, like there are very few people that are like, wow, you know, like they'll say, oh, my weather guy's really funny or whatever, but rarely do they get credit for the knowledge that they have. The problem with the weather guys is, or weather, and weather women, the weather people, people professionals, it, the weather professionals, the meteorologists and, and whatnot, nobody calls them up and says like when it was like, if they, if they forecast rain and it ended up being like really sunny, nobody calls them up and says, no, you sure got that wrong. You know what I mean? But the minute that it's reversed, they love to hammer them and be like, oh, you thought it was going to be so terrible and it was fine. Well, and I think the gratitude part of it is, wow, thank God that all of the like weather teams around the Southeast were, um, 
up all night tracking this stuff. So if it got really bad in our area, they would have warned us and been totally yes. on top of it. So that's awesome. And you really can't win because if you overwarn people and people are prepared and then nothing happens, sure. like, Oh, nothing happened. But then if something really horrible were to happen, you know what I mean? People are like, well, we didn't know. So you really can't have it both ways. I would so much rather be overprepared and have smart weather people working around the clock to tell us what's up, you know? Now, and I wonder how many I would love to like our local uh, ABC affiliates who I was watching. So they had American Idol on, mm -hmm. but they had to keep cutting in to do weather, weather updates and yeah. stuff. I wonder how many phone calls they got from people going, why do you keep interrupting Idol? Yeah. I don't know why that's my old woman voice. Yeah. Why, that, why do you keep interrupting Idol? That's, that's a weird voice. Yeah. I don't even know. That doesn't sound like anyone that I know. So anyways, uh, it was it. it it was an opportunity for me to recognize the benefits of, of gratitude rather than being annoyed that I stayed up all night for quote, no reason. I was grateful that perhaps their warnings saved people mm -hmm. that we would never know about. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for yeah. sure. Yep. Um, so something that ha something happened this week that I thought was really funny. And I thought that you, listening to this would get a kick out of Jeff is not on next door, but I am. So he doesn't really get the whole vibe of next door. Now I got on it probably what, like a year ago. You got on it when we moved into this neighborhood. Yes. And I enjoy being on top of what's going on in my neighborhood, not being on top of like every little thing, but it's nice to know, you know, if there's like, if we hear a tree fall, okay, what streets are close? Like that kind of thing that I am a recreational next door user. I am not. But, and some of the stuff is helpful too. Like, uh, a few months after we moved in, like people's cars got broken into not like the window smashing, but like people were going around trying car doors to see what was unlocked. And yeah. if it was unlocked, they were going in there and stealing stuff. And so, so you were like, Hey, I know you leave your car unlocked a lot. Don't do that anymore. Cause here's what's happening. Those are always good. Totally warnings. helpful. Now I was very optimistic when I got on next door, we talked about this early on in the show and I was like, next door is great. It's really sweet. I don't know why people complain about it all the time. You know, it's a cute way. It's just cute. It's neighborhood and cute. And maybe perhaps I was so enchanted with living in this new neighborhood that we love and this house that I was just glossing over the fact that people on next door are rude, ridiculous, and crazy. Now that said, um, I, you know, I try to put some good stuff on next door. Like everything I've ever posted on next door is positive or, you know, like I went on and one of our favorite local restaurants is called Mojave. And I was like, Hey, Mojave is doing takeout now. So, you know, let's keep Mojave in business and all, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, now I handed over my phone because I said to Jeff, I was making a comment about something that someone was complaining about on next door. And I've stopped checking it because it's very negative. I, yeah. On yesterday's episode, I was talking about struggling with being graceful around acquaintances who, uh, in my opinion, are kind of being jerks during this whole like mm -hmm. stay at home thing. Right. If you want to feel better about yourself, go read the comments on some of the next door posts, like the thread of 30 or 40 comments of people complaining that the food that they're getting for takeout or delivery 
is not the same quality as the food that's served in the restaurants. <laughs> like, of course it's not because it's being put in a foil container and driven to your house. It's not being walked from the kitchen 30 feet away, right. steaming hot, like they're doing the best they can. And then it dissolves into, well, what are we supposed to do when I ordered a cheeseburger from this restaurant and I told them extra tomato and they didn't put any extra tomato in there. <laughs> and I called them and I said, I didn't get any extra tomato. And they were like, what do you want us to do about it? Well, I know hey, I want my money back, whatever you know, no, no. These restaurants that are in staying in business to try to keep some people on payroll are working with a skeleton staff. Right. We're not ordering food thinking that we're going to have the best meal of our lives. Like if it's, if it's good, it, awesome. If not, guess what? Hopefully somebody got a paycheck because we decided to have dinner there. So hopefully right. somebody can pay their rent or feed their kids or yeah, it was just so I let Jeff have my next door. You didn't comment on anything as me, right? No, I just hit thumbs up on a bunch of posts. No, you didn't. Did you really? No. Oh, good. Okay. Um, so what was your overall vibe of next door? Like, did you scroll through enough to get a good feeling of I, next door? I will say um, I did get to a post from someone who I thought was the, I think was the, is the mayor. Mm -hmm. Does the mayor of, yeah. of Sandy Springs post that next door? Yeah, so do the police officers. I was really, I was like, that's really cool. Um, and then there were people posting about like the little bear hunts that are going on in the, so cute. in the different neighborhoods. That's cool. But it's no different than, than the political debates that pop up on Facebook where- It's just draining. Like there's where no point, starts, nothing's being solved. It's like a no, yeah, no. But it's like- it's one of those, we've all seen those Facebook posts where it's like somebody says, uh, hey, look, I got, I don't know, pick something, pick a random topic. Hey, I went to Target and got three board games for $25. And then somebody responds with, oh yeah, Trump 2020. And you're like, what? Wow, how is that connected? And then it becomes an entire Thread, thread of a political, a political debate. And we're like, and I, and I'll reread it like 15 times and go, how did we get from there Target to there? To the election. I, yeah. How did, where did that come from? That's exactly what next door was to me. Like, yeah, so, I do have a, um, I feel like next door, but it was less the, the next door thing is the difference is, sorry. I feel like Facebook goes down like super political and angry, like politics and next door goes down angry petty angry petty like there's a whole thread on there a little bit ago about how people are mowing their lawns too early on saturday and people it is like their number one biggest problem in the world that people are mowing their lawns at 10 a.m and some people like to sleep to 11 like you would think that this is like world peace and people are so passionate about you know you know, like solving world peace. Here's what I think they need to do on next door. I think you should open the app and it should say, I have something nice to post, or I have a complaint. And if you have, I have a complaint, oh, you can filter them. You can filter it. Cause I want to see the stuff about the bear hunts in my neighborhood. I want to see about the dog that was found. I want to see, um, something about the nice, like the little painted rocks around our neighborhood. I love that. I want to see people supporting local businesses. I want to know what the mayor says. I even want to see like sometimes the, um, 
police officers in our neighborhood will get on there and be like, hey, FYI, we've had a speeding problem. So we're going to start pulling people over. Don't go, for, you know, like here's our you know initiative what, or whatever. You know what I want to do is I want to get get on next door and then I want to create some sort of merged world where I will take angry Facebook responses and just randomly reply to to next door posts. So like copy and paste. Yeah, just copy and paste. To do with each other. Right. And then when people post that next door, so like somebody on uh you know, um whatever uh facebook will write something and and it'll be super political and it'll be like blah, blah blah it's all obama's fault and then i'm going to respond with well i th- i don't think we would have this issue if some people could just not mow their lawn after 8 a.m <laughs> and then vice versa somebody's going to post there's a bear hunt happening and or, or my food was cold when i ordered from this restaurant and then i'm going to write back with it's all obama's fault and i'm just going to cross <laughs> you're poly- just going to confuse everyone yeah yeah. Anyways, I think there should be two. two. I think there should be one for happy neighborhood stories and there should be one for I have a complaint. I think I know. I think that I have complaint one should be a completely separate app and it should be called get off my lawn. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's next door. There's friendly and kind. And then there's get off my lawn. That's for jerks. All right. You ready for your hormone call of the day? Always. Hi, this is Rachel. It was Thanksgiving and I was cooking Thanksgiving dinner, getting everything together. And it came time for me to start preparing the turkey. And in the process of getting the turkey out and putting it on a roasting pan, I started crying hysterically. And I started talking to my husband about the life that the turkey had and how it was horrible that we were going to eat the turkey and how I was so upset that we had killed a turkey to have for our meal and I couldn't touch the turkey. I couldn't touch him. And then after he, my husband cooked the turkey, I couldn't even look at it. And so I made him eat the turkey behind like our napkin rest because I couldn't, I couldn't look at it at all (laughs) because I was mortified. Silliness, but absolutely hilarious. I, I laughed. I cried. It's just pregnancy hormones are a mess. Congratulations guys. That might be my favorite call we've had so far. Emotional attachment <laughs> to Thanksgiving turkey. I could see myself doing that on just like a bad day. You know what I mean? Like just thinking about like, it's the same reason I can't eat like rabbit or duck or like anything I feel sorry for. Cause I just get really upset and I can totally see myself doing that and just being like, oh my God, but the turkey, like it probably had a family. And then. That's why I don't eat bologna. <laughs> so I think of all the little baby balonies that have been killed. <laughs> So, what is bologna? It looks like a. a no, I know what it. I know what it. I used to eat it as deli meat, you know, in the Oscar Mayer thing. Cro- it's, it's a cross between. It, is it a cross pollination? It looks. <laughs> it looks like a turtle, but with the face of a duck. That's a bologna. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Seriously, what is bologna? What yeah, meat is Google that? Google it. Google bologna farm. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. I want to know what bologna is. What is it? Is it pork? Why are you looking at me so accusatory? You know how Google works. I don't know what bologna is. You don't know what bologna is? Yeah. I, I I figured with as much as you talk about, you randomly talk about bologna sandwiches a lot, and I just thought maybe you knew what it was. So it was the, that was my go-to growing up. Oscar me Mayer, too. Oscar Mayer bologna. With the, with the yellow back that you'd peel off. Yeah, and then the cheese, the, the individual slices yes, American of cheese. Kraft American cheese. White bread. And mustard. Oh, I had no condiments. Oh, I would. I want one right now. That sounds so a good. A bologna sandwich. 
Here's the thing. It's going to be like the SpaghettiOs. It's never as good as you remember it being when you were a kid. Nope. I'm putting it on the list next time when we make our weekly grocery store Are you going to get the OG Oscar Mayer stuff? Yes, absolutely. Now, I used to peel the edges off. I was a picky child. Did you do that? Oh, before you ate it? No, the edges are fine. Mm. But I remember in my head exactly how it tastes. I believe um, a butcher would refer to that as the casing. That's disgusting. I don't like that word. I don't like... This is why I don't eat sausage anymore. Gross, gross, gross. We are feeling extra super grateful for our ad partners who are sponsoring our show. We could not do this without them. Our friends at Skillshare have created an online community for creative people where millions are coming together to take the next step in their creative journey. Whatever it is, it could be design, it could be video, it could be photography, it could be illustration. If you're creative and you're curious and you want to expand your brain, do it with other real working creatives. You're going to have access, unlimited access to thousands of inspiring classes that have hands-on projects and feedback from a community of millions. These classes are waiting for you. All you have to do is head over to Skillshare.com and claim your two months free of membership. All you have to do is sign up at Skillshare.com slash upside, two months of premium membership, yours for free right now, Skillshare.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I think every adult has had this problem, right? You walk into a drugstore and you're thinking, okay, I am well-intentioned. Today is going to be the day that I start vitamins. Then you get to the vitamin section and then you stare at all the choices and you're just paralyzed with not knowing what to do. It is so overwhelming. Okay. Let's not do that experience anymore. Let's let care of handle all of the work. Here's what you want to do. You want to go to takecareof.com and they're going to give you a little quiz. They're going to ask you about your life, what your goals are, what your needs are. They will create personalized vitamin packs just for you. They're little daily packets with a cute little good vibey quote on it. They are going to send it straight to your house. They do all of the hard work for you. So take those awkward drugstore well-intentioned, but like not really good when you get there. trips to the drugstore out of your routine and get into a new routine with care of right now. You can get 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter the code upside 50 at checkout. That's 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter the code upside 50. Are you looking for the perfect gift for mom for Mother's Day or somebody else that you can't see one-on-one right now? Skylight Frame is that perfect gift. So easy to set up. Take 60 seconds and use the on-screen touchscreen to connect it to your wireless network. And then whoever has the frame is going to get pictures delivered from you whenever you want. All you have to do is email them to the frame's unique address. It's so simple. 
simple. The frame is a simple black frame, looks like a real photo frame. So it's not going to be weird clutter in mom's house. And it's a great way to feel close to those you love when you are physically separated. You can give the email address out to every single person in the family and they could overload mom or dad, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, whoever it is with pictures. So the love can come through that way when you can't be together in person. Right now for Mother's Day or any occasion, you can get $10 off a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash upside and enter promo code upside. That's skylightframe.com, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com slash upside, promo code upside for $10 off. I have something on my long range to-do list that's been on it like for probably two years. And now that we have a little time, I think we should do it, but I have questions. Um, we, is it a group project? Well, yeah, for us it is. Cause we got the kids together. Don't we have 23 and me's laying around? Yeah. Uh, yes we do. Okay. Now 23 and me, is that the one that can tell you everything that's wrong with you? I think so. Health wise. But like, do we want to know these things? I, th- I, here's the dilemma that I'm having with the, with the DNA testing kit thing. Mm-hmm. because there is a little bit of a ethics behind it. Cause once your DNA is in the system, you're in the system, you're, you're in the system. There's no take backs. Right. Right. So, so my issue is not so much for you or I, because I don't ever intend on doing something that would require a DNA analysis to prove that I was the guilty party, mm-hmm. right? But do we want to put our children in a place where they can be identified because of a decision that we made? Now, my first thought on that is yes, and they shouldn't be doing bad things. And sometimes you can't help it. Can't help what? Doing bad things. That's not true. Yes, it is. If the worst case scenario is if we had somebody, if our child or any relative of ours had a a mental break, had a drug induced thing, had something bad happened, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Are we comfortable with our DNA being able to? potentially identify them. I am. And it doesn't necessarily have to do with, with bad things either. Like, I mean, it could be like, we're making a decision for our children to put their DNA in the system. But like my parents have already done it. Well, there's two different things to me. One is 23 and me versus ancestry. I'm more interested in the ancestry stuff. Although I feel like since both my parents have done it, like I pretty much know, right? Like what's the point of me doing it? Because my parents have done it. So I have, I know where they're from and what their lineage is. So are you sure they're your parents? <laughs> um, but the 23 and me thing that can be, isn't that more for like genetic uh-huh. random? It doesn't matter which one you do. I'm just saying our, we're making a decision for all future generations to put our DNA in the system. So I'm fine with it because I live in a world of like choose your decisions and, 
there are consequences to every action, good or bad. So that's kind of like the world that I live in. And I think it's really interesting and potentially really helpful. And I feel like there's so much, like, I don't really know. I know generically, like both of my, both sides of my family are like English. Like, I think we have a pretty boring family tree, but I would love to know more. And I think that would be really interesting. And I think that would be like invaluable for our kids to have too. I think the only, uh, we do have two kids. The so we have twenty three of me. We do not have an- ancestry. But they both do the same thing. Like you're both. I thought one was health and one was genealogy. Uh, they both do. They oh. both interconnect you, but I just don't think they overlap. So if you have like a cousin that for some reason you don't know about who did ancestry, mm-hmm. and you do twenty three and me, I don't think you would learn about that cousin. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh so, um. Yeah. So if, if we want to do it, I can see them right there. They're sitting on the shelf. Oh, are they? I, yeah, I do want to do it. I think it's really interesting. I also feel like. And now's the time to do it before our uh, little one arrives. Just so we know stuff. (laughs) Um, I think people have had some crazy stories off of this though. Like they have solved murders from this. People have found out that they have parents they didn't know were actually their parents. The warning on the box says, be prepared. You can't unlearn what you might learn from this. Is there anything that you take away what you know about your family, right? Is there anything you could find out that would ruin your life? I don't think so. I'm yes. What What would ruin your life? This is an awful conversation. Oh, why? What what would ruin my life? No, I'm just saying like, to me, there's nothing I could find out that I think would significantly alter the course of my life. Okay. And I'm only saying that and overly confident about that because my parents are so into me taking it that I feel like they don't have secrets. No, I'm sure they don't. But like I, you're asking a blanket statement, but what if you did take it and find out that you were adopted? You know what I'm saying? Like that would, you, you're telling me that wouldn't alter your oh, life no, it at would. all? No, it completely would. So but there I'm is, saying, there is something that would completely alter your life. I'm saying in my situation, like, no, your- you're basing it on the results that you think you're getting. Your question is, is there anything that you could find out that would my, drastically- I, let me change my question. Cause I think I asked it wrong. What I was asking is, do you have any reservations about taking it because of what you might find out? No, that was the question. Sorry. I oh, worded okay. that really wrong. Got Not it. like, is there anything that would, but like, yeah, they, is there anything, or would you be scared to take it? Cause you don't want to know. No, not at all. Cool. Sorry. Cool. I said that wrong. That's <laughs> that's really a, awkward. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, that's the, my whole hesitation on it is that we have to talk about the, the putting our DNA in the system forever, but if you're okay with it, then let's go for it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why? Well, I feel like I'm missing something with this whole thing. I feel like I'm missing something. Okay. What do you, what, what are we missing? I don't know. Oh, you just keep looking at me like you're waiting for me to say something, but you have the next topic. So, all right. Uh, here are my three random things for today. 48,000 women were surveyed by the website women.com and two thirds of them admit that they have done this to attract a man. 
Any guesses? Is it lying about something? Nope. Showing off their boobs. It's <laughs> my obvious story of the day. Uh, number two, if you are fighting with your family uh, because you are sheltering in place or uh, um, working from home, you are not alone. 40% of couples say that their relationship has become more strained because of them spending time around each other. Some of the reasons for the tension are just lots of people in a little space. Uh, disagreements over the level of safety precautions and how strictly you're following social Okay, distancing. I would not have thought about that, but that's a good one. So if somebody is like, you don't need to wear a mask, and somebody else is like, you need to wear a full body suit, that turns into a big fight. Um, and 28% of couples say that the relationship has actually gotten stronger. What would you say about our relationship? And same. Same? Yeah, up until that weird... 23 and me conversation. Why was that so weird for you? It wasn't weird for me. You were the one being weird about it. You were just saying, I didn't think I was weird. You were just saying weird stuff. And then you were like staring at me with like laser beam eyes. Huh? I don't know. Hmm. So you hmm. think our relationship is the same? Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Or better. Maybe not better. Maybe it's the same, but I yeah. did think it was really sweet that you were sad that I was going back to work this week. Oh, from your, that was your, cute. I was going to miss your work from home week. Jeff does not miss people. He doesn't miss. Did not say I was going to miss you. What's the difference? I liked the little non-routine routine that we had for a week. Missing to me, missing th people is like such a loaded question because I'm like, I grew up as an only child. I'm super introverted. Like I generally speaking, don't miss anything until it's been absent for a really long time. Mm -hmm. So like I'll miss vacations after like if I'm at the beach and I come home and I'm like, God, I really enjoyed the beach. But usually I'm also happy about being home. So if you're going to work or you're going on vacation or something and you're like, do you miss me? Like if you go away for a weekend, I'm like, it's only been eight Just hours. Like, no, no. I'm like, <laughs> but I say, do you want me to answer it honestly? Because I really don't. It's only been eight hours. It's kind of like you've gone to the mall for a long time. <laughs> and then me, when I'm like planning for a trip and I'm like two hours before I leave, I'm like, I miss you already. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then my third random thing is if you need a little extra money and who doesn't, try this. Call your auto insurer. A lot of companies are giving some of their money back to customers because there are so many fewer cars on the road. There's actually fewer accidents happening, which means auto insurers are making more money, mm -hmm. right? Because they're not paying anything out, yeah. but they're still collecting what's it called? Premiums or whatever. Mm -hmm. So call your car insurance company and see if they're one of the ones that have announced refunds. Um, I know State Farm is one that did it. And I think I read today that Geico is doing it. State Farm did something awesome, right? Um, State, well, I think State Farm might, was the first one that I read about doing it. And they basically just sent an email to their customers and said, we hey, have more money. We want to give it back. Yeah. So. So cool. Yeah. So anyways, um, if you need some extra money, call your car insurer. Insurer. Or insurer. Is that the right way to say it? Insurer. <laughs> that does sound weird when you Ins say it. Insurer. insurer. Ins call your car insurance agent. There you go. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. 
Do you think it's finally safe for us to put our winter stuff away? Like, do you think we should make that a project for this weekend? Put all the winter shoes away? Do you me. do that? Or is that just me? Um, well, you don't do it now that you have your big claw fist, do you? Yeah, I do. Put it downstairs? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, I think we're safe. Although I say that, my dad sent me a picture two days ago. It's snowing in upstate New York. And wasn't it like in the 60s, like three days ago? Yeah. He was the last time, like last weekend when we were out for a walk, he sent me a text message and said, I'm walking to the post office right now, or I just walked to the post office. So it was warm enough for him to go out for a walk Mm -hmm. then. Uh, And then as of two days ago, he's like, it's been 35 degrees for five days straight. I haven't left the house. We um, get in the South, we get, I, I feel like I get overly confident. And then there's always one or two super cold days. But I feel I'm feeling kind of confident. I think right now. I think the super cold days may have already happened. So Sweet. go for it. But you have your seasonal wardrobe thing anyways, right? So you couldn't even wear a winter coat That's if you true. wanted to. That's true. I'll be done with it. You might as well put it away. Okay, y'all, I am so excited because finally my all of the hours and days that I have spent watching mindless documentaries about animals and dogs is going to pay off. Okay, so I'm listening to episode 228 and you guys are talking about dogs and how they, you know, basically got their shapes. And there's a show, and I think it's on Disney Plus, but it you can probably find it on YouTube or something, but it's called How Dogs Got Their Shapes. And I've watched them all and it explains where all the breeds come from. And I think there's another one on Animal Planet too. My husband always makes fun of me because I watch all the animal documentaries and he's like, you definitely should have been a veterinarian, but I could never have to put an animal down. But anyway, so, um, yeah, I'm so excited that you guys are talking about this because I'm like, finally, a conversation where I can use all of this knowledge that I've learned. (laughs) Anyway, okay, thanks. Bye. Nothing feels as good as getting into a perfectly made bed with comfortable sheets, a comfortable duvet cover, pulling that over. Oh, I love it, right? So relaxing at the end of a hectic day. And let's face it, we're all spending a little bit more time in bed than we usually would. So now is the perfect time for a bedroom refresh. And you can do that with Brooklinen sheets and duvet covers. We did that a little bit ago. We actually embarrassingly enough, had holes in our duvet cover because our dogs sleep with us every night and our old one took a beating. It was time for a refresh. So we did just that. We got brand new sheets that are so comfortable. We got a brand new duvet cover and our bedroom is like our little oasis. And we love being in there. We love being in bed thanks to our new Brooke Lennon sheets. Right now you can get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use the promo code UPSIDE. That's at brooklinen.com. B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code UPSIDE. I am currently quarantined with my ex and my boss for some reason decided to get into some bird seed. Uh, the bird seed that has like dried corn and sunflower seeds with the shells still on. And for some reason, my boss decided to poop in like eight different piles of bird seed poop all over my ex's bedroom. So uh, my boss has my back. I'm with Callie on that reptile thing. I bought a house in the mountains in Georgia. And the first time I came up, my daughter was with me. And she walked into the yard 
and she said, Mom, go and get in the car. And I knew what she had seen back there. And she said, you want to sell your house, don't you? And I said, yep, let's put it on the market. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. Um, I wanted to comment on the hormones and losing control. When I was pregnant with my second child and my husband did a Taco Bell run, he asked me what I wanted. And I was like, um, I think I want a Nacho Bell Grande. Or, no, let me do the salad. And then I was like, no, I want a Nacho Bell Grande. Well, he came back with the salad, and I was so because you don't mess with a pregnant woman in her food. So just a tip for Jeff, if she's kind of going between two things, just get both. Anyway, love you guys. Love your message. Keep doing what you're doing. Take care. Stay well. First of all, I just want to say thank you so much for what you guys are doing for the, um, I guess we call them the first responders, all those who have to take care of people. Um, We are working at an eye doctor's office, and we are open for business for people who need us. So it's very important to have the medical facilities open and protected. Other thing is, when I was experiencing lots of horrible morning sickness, the way I best described it is I'm on a small boat in the middle of the ocean. The waves are really high. I'm sick, and nobody will let me off the boat. They told me that I can't get off the boat for months and months and months. And unfortunately, most of the time, you can't throw up to feel better. That's it. Have a blessed day. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jess. This is Tara. Just wanted to um, give you a little heads up on an app that I really like to use. Instead of handwriting a grocery list and trying to categorize it from there, you can use this app called Our Groceries. Two people can put it on their phone and connect the same lists. And you can have multiple lists too, depending on like what store you want. And then you can categorize each individual item based on what department it is in the store, like where it is in the store. Not sure if you're trying to avoid moving on at this time in the grocery store, which probably is a good idea. Um, But as far as categorizing everything, it definitely makes it a lot easier. And then both people can contribute to the list and it's pretty much updates in real time. All right. Uh, Hopefully you find that helpful. And I really enjoy the podcast. Love looking forward to uh, listening every single day during the week. Wish you did it on weekends too. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Now I'd be lying if I said the journey had been an easy one. There were some good days, but a lot of not so good days. If we take it just one day at a time with a positive attitude, anything is possible.